Jagger and Joshua. What in the world do these two guys have in common? Next on Table Talk, Covenants Podcast. All right, so I'm getting a funny look here, ladies and gentlemen. We it's not Nick, from me. It's Nick Shepard and Sean Shirley, and Nick's going, Jagger and Joshua. All right. For those of you in that were born recently, Mick Jagger is the lead singer for Rolling Stones. Jo- oh. Uh, you got it now? Oh, I thought it? you were going the Jaeger, which is an alcohol. Uh, okay. We're talking about memory today, and okay. that can affect your memory. Okay. I was confused. So, so we, Wow, you just really went out of the way there. <laughs> I, that would have... But more appropriately, and this will really tie all this in, this is what Jagger and Joshua have in common, is that Keith Richards was in the group of Israelites. He was, <laughs> he was that old. He's that old. He was there. <laughs> so we are looking at uh, the book of Joshua. I've been studying Joshua on Sunday mornings. Uh, last couple of weeks, I had different speakers spoke. Um, this past week, Scott Shumpert spoke out of Joshua 4, and he mentioned in his message about the the stones that 12 tribe representatives pulled out of the middle of the Jordan River, and they piled up. And he told this to them, that this, this will be a memorial uh, for generations and generations. He put these stones at Gilgal. And and don't want to recap Scott's message, but I do want to look at this idea of placing stones and for the people as they come back and and visit this spot. This is where they cross the Jordan River. This was the first place in the promised land, quote unquote, that they were setting their feet. And they have these 12 stones piled up. And whenever they come by them, people are supposed to remember Hey, this is what God has done for the nation of Israel. The Jordan River has stopped. We crossed this place. This is where we began our journey of taking the promised land that was given to us. And so, so I started thinking, guys, and and I guess maybe we, I think we've lost something, truthfully, in in the church in our world today, as it relates to these markers. These memory points, however you want to uh, to frame it, because uh, I started thinking about okay, what what are some stones? I think Shumpert even mentioned a little bit, you know, uh, in in his message uh, Sunday. Uh, what are some of the stones that we have in our life that that are memories that um, really, if you think about it, that point us back to remembering God's power. And remembering God's presence is not one or the other; it's both and, and that, that's what I think that this this story and this idea that happened more than once. Joshua wasn't the only one who's done this, but other times they they built these altars or built up stones so that people would remember God did this. God was with us, and and this all happened. So, so just I'm tossing that out there. Uh, and I'm through with the Rolling Stones reference. <laughs> You'll throw in another one. I know you. Um, my favorite worship song is Come Thou Fount, old style hymn. And what you're talking about is actually one of the themes within that song. It's uh, here, here I, I raise my Ebenezer, which is yeah. it come, that word shows up later on in First or Second Samuel when Israel does this same thing again. They put rock somewhere and say, 
hey, God did a thing there. And it's where these battle sites where Israel and the Philistines fought. Um, Here I raised by Ebenezer, hither by thy help I've come. And I hope by that good measure safely to arrive at home. Hey, God, you did this in the past. My hope for the future is informed by what you've done previously. And we're forgetful. Uh, another point, another part of the song, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. We wander and we're prone to leave because we're forgetful. And my wife will tell you constantly, I'm one of the most forgetful people that you've met. It's got to do with the ADHD. It's got to do with a whole lot of stuff, but I, I forget stuff really easy. But yet you can remember that song and remember all those verses that I could not remember. Well, I've sung it since I was two and I'm not that, I'm only 25. You've had a little bit more time to forget, Kyle. I mean... I, I say jokingly, Kyle has forgotten more about ministry than I've learned yet because he knows so much. But, um, but yeah, it's just the idea that like when the need to remind ourselves what God has done, paramount for two reasons, and we'll, and we'll get more into this. One, God deserves that glory, right? He deserves to be honored for when he brought Israel across that river by those people in their future. So 20 years from this point in time, Israelites get to look at that rock and say, hey, remember when God did that? I kind of forgotten about that. That was cool. Let's glorify God for that more. But also those reminders of God's faithfulness kind of serve like those guardrails that you have. I'm thinking about Brandon Stan Road here in Dothan. It's got that little narrow bridge, got those guardrails to keep you on the right path. And my wife avoids that part of the road because it's such a narrow bridge. By yeah, the way. It's, it's horrible. I hate it. Um, but it's also the fast way to get to my house from almost <laughs> anywhere right. I'm coming from. But those guardrails keep penned in from going off trailing, doing something stupid. Right. The, those Ebenezer's, those ro- rocks, the stones, the reminders, memorials, they can serve that kind of purpose, too. So, so Sean, do do you have any – do? Is there anything substantial? I, these rocks are substantial, right? Mm-hmm. There, you can see them. Well, they could see them. <laughs> obviously, right. obviously, they. You know, the Bible says a lot of times, and they're still there today, right? I'm not sure how many of those still there today are still. I, there's there some today. pictures on Google Images, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but they were probably made back during biblical times. I'm sure they were. <laughs> so so what are some th- what are some things we in our generation because we 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 are all sort of separated by 10 15 years or whatever each of us. Um, so what are some things that maybe you growing up and even today do you have any those anything tangible? Do you Actually tangible? I do and you know as as fate would have it it's a rock. <laughs> that's that's a true story. It is a rock, but it is uh, it is a rock that I that I picked up by a by a creek by a stream, not a creek, a stream. Late last year, and the significance of it was this was this was during a season of rebirth for me, and this was. I was very close to the time of returning to normal life and there was uh there was a talk there was a, a a team building type thing that was done by a stream and I was again I was about 2 days from finishing this part of the journey and I I picked up a rock 
and I brought I brought the rock home with me, and uh, and that rock is so. I mean, it's exactly what's what's being told here in Joshua. That rock is there to remind me what what God did for me, and I think you know we've 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 lost a lot, as you said, Kyle. We've lost a lot. And, and, and Nick, you mentioned that we're forgetful and, and that is so true. But what's interesting to me, and, and this is me, this is me personally, but we have a very strong tendency to remember the event, but somehow as time passes, we remember it differently. And in, as we remember it, we tend to become, as, uh, as Scott said Sunday, less supporting role and more in the main role we so so the most important part of the event that we forget is that we didn't do this this is a reminder of what god did during this time this that's what it is it's not a matter it's not it's it's and i and the reason i can say that and the reason it's fresh on my mind is because i remember picking up that rock and thinking may i never forget you know, the deliverance that's been shown to me. May that, may I never forget that. And I, and, and I also remember thinking, this is kind of pitiful. That <laughs> this is a rock, you know, it's a rock. And, uh, but at the same time, I, I, I have, I was terrified of forgetting that this is not something that I overcame. This, this was, this was not perseverance. This was none of that. This was deliverance. And that's what I wanted to remember. If it was me, when I was thinking about deliverance, I would just look at your guitars and find a banjo, and that's what I would think of deliverance. If I and was get away from the stream, you would run from the stream, be nowhere close to a stream. So when you were telling that story, and you're probably going, "Why are you looking at your phone, Kyle?" I had to remember this kid's name because because I'd made some notes about things in my my journey about what are some objects, right? That 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 can be my stones. And of course this, this just a month ago or so um, they had, we had this installation service at our church and I was gifted a globe and gifted a chalice, which you've actually used. Uh, oh yeah. Nick, you, you actually use a chalice at communion for you, for your students. But th- those are tangible things that, you know, that keep in my office. I keep that globe as a reminder. That was, that was sort of signifying um, you know, you're, you're the lead pastor at Covenant. Same thing with the chalice. I keep those in my office, and, and I see them same way with the Bible. So those are tangible things for me. But when Sean was telling a story about, the, about his, uh, his rock, it, it brought me back to a couple years ago. Uh, this family, uh, Kristen and Michael Skinner, have now moved to uh, uh, Birmingham. Michael's job took him up there. But a year and a half, I think it was a year and a half ago, uh, their youngest son, Will, uh, had done had got something at school. He had been good for the day, and and he had got picked a prize out. And it was a little Christmas pin, a writing pin that had a little Christmas thing on there. And and it was it was not this Christmas. It was Christmas a year ago, mm-hmm. somewhere around that time, that uh, I saw Will at church, and and he came up to me. And he gave me that little Christmas pin. Wow. And and I still have it. 
And and I I think a year later I sent Kristen a picture. I said I still got the pen that mm-hmm. that Will gave me because he he was he was five years old at the time. I think right. I looked. He's seven now. So I'm pretty sure he was like five or between five and six then. Wow. And when you think of a five and six year old giving away something that they had earned, quote unquote, mm-hmm. at school, mm-hmm. and when he he gave that to me, it just it just hit me that. God welcomes the little children and how God can use the little children and, and to, to remind us of how, how, how he works and how he can work through those kids. So I'll never forget that. I've kept that pen. It's still it's at my desk today uh, at the house. So I pretty much see it every time I clean out my desk, <laughs> which is regularly because I keep it a mess. Um, but but those those are sort of things that 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 I'm wondering it are are we still are we still missing it in our homes and and I guess the challenge for our our listeners are what are some of those things that um that 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 you that you can pinpoint and I'm not saying making idols of these things uh, we're not talking mm-hmm. about making an idol but we're 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 saying something that that was something tangible okay. Uh, what what could that be? And I got some other ideas about that, but I wanted you guys to chime in because I think there are some that that we that we have built into church that are tangible things that we can remember. And truthfully, with everything digital today, we keep a record of everything anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we should we should be able to to access these and reaccess these over and over again. I just thought of another one, and I'm sorry. And I, in fact, I've got two more. One is something that you did years ago, Kyle, that resonated with me. I'm, I mean, in a big, big way. I'm sure I borrowed it from somebody. Nope this was this was uh, this was legitimate, man. So a number of years ago, former worship leader here at Covenant, uh, Jeff Palmer, yeah. returned to speak. And he spoke at our Wednesday night service we were having at the time, and you, introdu- in, you int- introduced him. And to show you what a big deal of this was to me, I don't even remember where his church was. But I do remember just just very briefly as you were introducing him, you just kind of said almost flippantly that you had changed Siri or something on your phone to, to New Zealand, to New Zealand, yeah, where he was, where he was to remind you. And I remember thinking in that moment, really, holy cow. What, I mean, what, what a goal that, 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 you know, I could have an impact on someone it was so deep that God would use me in such a way that they would do something so minute like that to to think of me every time Siri interrupts your conversation. <laughs> you know that that was a, that was a big thing to me. The other one you'll remember because we laughed about, but several years ago, I received a uh, request, or or I was I was made known of a need of family member of some of our online worshipers and the need was denture cream 
Yeah. You borrowed. How many did you buy? Oh, my gosh. This is in the middle of COVID, and the, and the lady was in the hospital. No friends around here, and I... I go to the I go to Walgreens and I buy denture cream and I go to the hospital and they won't let me in of course so I I leave the denture cream and a little while later I check with them the denture cream has not been delivered and I go so I call the hospital and they 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 have no idea the denture cream has gone missing so I go and buy some more I ended up buying 3 things of denture cream and the, and finally the last time I went up there I said just just can you allow me to go to the door and just toss it in the room? I just want to know that it makes it to her. And and it was funny because then I told him I was from a church and it was like, oh, well, you can go in and talk with her. <laughs> so I go inside and uh, I go inside with the third deal of polygrip. And I give it to her and I sit down and I didn't know this lady from anybody. She didn't know me. And quite frankly, she didn't care where I was from. And I, but I sat there listening to her talk for over an hour and it dawned on me. This lady did not need denture cream or polygrip, whatever it was called. She just needed somebody to talk to. She was yeah. lonely. She was isolated in this room and no one, you know, especially when COVID was rampant, nobody, if you're in the hospital, you're all, you're on an island, you're by yourself. And so on the way home, I stopped and I bought a fourth thing of polygrip and it sat on my desk for a really long time to remind me that the most mundane things mean something. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'll share a struggle of mine. Um, I think I've mentioned this to y'all earlier this year around well, really last October, so about a year ago, um, God did a very big thing in my life where he reestablished a previously basically non-existent relationship between me and my dad. Um, brought my dad back into my life. And part of the struggle there, if anybody listening has experienced something like this, is kind of relearning and remembering like, oh yeah, I can just like call my dad and we have that relationship. And it's interesting to, but that's one of the things that like, I struggle with is very differently than, Oh, here's this really cool experience that I want to remember. So here's a little thing. Like this is a huge deal in my life that God did and has done and is still doing. And I find myself waking up like, Oh wait, this is like having to remind myself of that. Right. And it seemed like, Oh, I got my dad back. That seems like such a, an easy thing to live in, to rejoice and to remember but you go to work on Tuesday and you've got a staff meeting and you've got 30 things to do and you have to go pick up a flag and like all these other things. And then, oh, wait, I haven't stopped and dwelt on the fact that God did this amazing thing in my life. And I can go on and on and on. But to get back to the conversation about the memorials, they can be little small things like a thing of denture cream. Right. <laughs> um, or, hey, this is like a little statue or, or whatever. One of those Funko Pops. I don't know. But that's something I've been thinking a lot about, like, what's something physical I can grab as a reminder of this thing? Because oftentimes, for memories like that, they have little objects attached to them, so we keep those, right? Mm -hmm. You go get the thing of denture cream. You right. go get, you you don't throw away the Christmas pen. It's like, um... And what we see, what we're, do, what we're doing now is what, I've, what I see regularly now is we have done away with framing pictures, we post yeah. pictures, right? We're, right? We don't we don't print off hardly anything anymore. 
We, yeah. we, we put it on our phone. We put it on our, our pad or our computer or something like that. And, and we don't have those. But can't get, do we need to get back for that? Like, when I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't do this for either one of my kids. I don't, when they got baptized or whatever, I didn't take a picture and frame it. I just took a picture. I got a digital copy. I don't need to frame it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we not doing that? Why are we not having something tangible? To give them, I think we've gotten away from that for for years. Um, I think we probably still do it for weddings. I, you know, I've seen wedding pictures uh, for for you and Lauren, and and we've got some of our own, and we got our kids kids' wedding pictures up. Uh, but that you know, that's about it, right? We were we don't have anything else to, that tangibly remind of of these wonderful moments uh, that we can remember. But something that that all of us do regularly is something that we can use regularly, and that is Facebook. Facebook, if you are careful and you mark some of those wonderful occasions, what are they going to do? In a year from now, they're going to say, hey, last year at this time, right. this happened. Two yeah. years ago, yeah. three years ago, four years ago. I mean, Sean, I'm, st- I'm still getting them from our East Campus. I'm still getting stuff because I posted more when I was at East Campus right. in Ashford than I do now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still getting reminders yeah. about four years ago, this happened, right? you know, type thing. And so I, I'm wondering if we're even missing that again. We're missing the boat with even with social media, particularly Facebook, that gives us those that, – that will help us give those reminders if we just – if we just do that, if nothing else, just post it for ourselves. We don't have to look for, you know, don't don't do it for um, getting a lot of comments and feedback. Mm-hmm. Just just do it for yourself. Actually, two years ago, I think a guy in our church posted the price of gas and everything else because he wanted to be reminded <laughs> in two or three years when he had that anniversary. Right. Hey, three years ago you posted this. <laughs> so, oh, so we're doing it for gas prices and grocery prices. Why don't we do it for something that God has been doing in our life? Let's post the picture of that baptism, of that reaffirmation. And you know, Kyle, I think uh, that's, a, that's a great example. And I think you know, part of the part of the problem is that our, you know, society has become so busy and we've so caught up we're so caught up in the now, in what's going on right now. And it's so easy to take a picture on your phone. It's so easy to do all of these things that are uh, commemorations really. And it's almost as though it it, it kinda it kinda cheapens it. You know what I mean? Because you can you can take a picture of anything, anytime, day or night, with your phone. But I find it interesting because you're not the first person by any means that I've heard say, I am so thankful that Facebook does that. That they and my my photos in my phone will do that. It'll pop up and show you some stuff. And I can't tell you how many times or someone will send me a memory, and I I got one from a buddy the other day, and and uh, it was five years ago, I think, and we were making cotton candy at the fall festival for our East Campus, and I remember thinking, gosh, but I, but but you know, like like all of us, I sat there and I looked at that picture for several minutes. It was not just a scroll past. I sat there and looked at it for a long time remembering other things about about that day and i think that's a uh i don't know for me in my life that's kind of a 
it's a it's a hunger for something tangible that's been that's been left behind that we don't uh we don't think about one of my favorite things to do at my mother's house is to look through picture books that heaven knows when the last time anyone made photo albums was and of course, they make it easy. Use your digital pictures you and should, submit them to that's right. whatever. That's right. I, I will that. say. In fact, I'll do it to you for you for $25. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we've actually done that a couple times through Google Photos. The That's service specifically. It's like within two clicks, you can get to, hey, you're ordering a photo book. Who do you want in the photo book? Because it registers faces. And it's like, all right, pull up all the pictures of me and my wife or me and this student creepy but effective um because it's like okay give me the best 25 looking photos of me and this person and lay it out and you get it it's not super expensive but funny enough so lauren my wife actually did that for her dad david but of our dog (laughs) frankie which he loves which he loves and adores her dog right oh yeah and it's still like he hadn't opened the thing it's still like in a place of honor in the plastic wrap like up on his things up on the mantle but it's it's just funny but like that's not that hard to do is to make those tangible things. But I will say this. I, I think part of what part of the struggle here and that I've experienced, especially with my my kid, my not my physical children, those don't exist. My students is kind of a weariness of just stuff. Right. So I've actually heard some of my, my students voice like, yeah, I've just got too much stuff. I don't want to go about and buy more stuff. I don't need all these little trinkets because so many of us have gotten so consumer minded that we've just got crap everywhere. Right. Um, it goes beyond my desk is messy to I've got too much stuff on my desk. So I, I'm wondering if that's a little bit part of it. like, well, I don't want to go and spend money on a photo book because that's just another thing on a bookshelf that's already too full. So maybe there's a linked conversation we had here about parsing back some of the stuff that doesn't have that sentimental value that we just don't need and letting it do some good for somebody else doing having some generosity there and saying all right i've simplified things but i've got these things that i'm keeping for this sentimental memorial value yeah and for some people it could be simply as simple as a as a bookmark somebody made for you that you keep in your bible um i've got a couple of those Mm -hmm. um in, in fact, I got one of my wife's uh, that it was so sentimental, she forgot it. She even had it. Uh, actually, actually uh, years ago, she was teaching HA, and Katie Brown, who used to work at our church, is yeah. now, now in Michigan in grad school. Uh, it was a gift from her. And and I, I, I actually got it and bought it when Katie was working here at the church. I said, you remember this? She actually did remember that she gave it to the end. So, so, um, but a lot of that, lot of that stuff, and, and I, I agree with you. There's a lot of stuff that can get lost. But what, but if you look back at our story, I'm tying this back to Joshua, by the way. So, oh, great! But because Sean was probably going down a rabbit hole, so I'm stopping it before he does. No, I wasn't. So, um, you think about Joshua? They didn't do this all the time, right? Yeah. And so it wasn't like you're you're getting something all the time. It's 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 only when you feel the power and presence of God, and that that's that's what that was the deal with these stones. Mm-hmm. So so that's why that's why I'm thinking of you know Facebook gets it, but they're going to remind you of everything. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. That they get it, they get this whole idea of memory and and everything. But for us, you know, we do if we do something on Facebook, it's just going to be one of fifty two, mm-hmm. or one of three hundred sixty five, uh, but. But that's better than nothing, truthfully. Yeah. But because we, we think about we have a number of our kids in sixth grade make a decision publicly to become uh, 
members of this church, but they first of all profess faith in Jesus. We call it confirmation service. So they, there's a special time we have for them. So we take pictures and all this other stuff, and a lot of them are baptized. A lot of them are reaffirmed that night. Um and we have babies baptized. Of course, they don't remember that marker, but the, really the parents need to remember that marker. Uh, they need to put. They need to know. Okay, this is some. This is a place that that we experience God's power and presence. Um, and again, weddings and engagements are sort of the same thing. Um, and, and so we're not talking about a whole lot, of, whole lot of stuff. But obviously, if you make a commitment for Christ. Uh, you you should you need a way to to remember that if you want to do it on a picture and post it on Facebook, hey, I made a decision for Jesus today, and then it'll pop up every year after that. Uh, but but that's okay once a year, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only time you'll see it on Facebook. Yeah, better than nothing. But we need something more. We need something more constantly to remind us what whatever that is. Um, in, in our lives, you know, I look at that globe every day. I look at the Bible every day. I look at the the chalice every day, and I see that pen about once a week. Um, so I'm not talking about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but but I think I think we're overlooking the the significance of 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 something visual and tangible that um, that brings us back to God did this and God was in this. And 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 I, I just I just want to challenge our people to, um, to to think more about that. Yeah. If you can't think about anything else, then then maybe you've not experienced that power and presence yet. Maybe that's why you don't have anything, yeah. uh, because you hadn't had that experience yet. So it's valid. And I, I'll throw this kind of last thought for myself out there too. Books are a big part of that for me. Um, I'm thinking about a book by one of my seminary professors, Spiritual Discipline for the Christian Life. I actually read that book in my undergrad and it was hugely impactful for me. And I remember those moments sitting in my dorm room when my roommate would go off and be somewhere else that God and I had moments working through that material together and like challenging me and sharpening my faith. And so we're talking about the Ebenezer stones. I'm sorry. These aren't the Ebenezer stones. That's in Samuel, but these memorials are God is doing this big, bold, wonderful thing. Um, I think there's something to be said about sitting down with a physical book, not an ebook that you can mark up and remember at a place you'll remember and work with God. It's like, Hey, God did something great through this book, through love everybody by Bob Goff through crazy love, Francis Chan to name an old one. Well, maybe not that old, but, um, (laughs) but I've books have been in my experience, a very good reminder of the, that personal relationship with God, because that's been a huge a way he's influenced me through that. Okay. Sean, do you have anything relevant to share? <laughs> that was very rude of you. <laughs> very rude of you. Um, fight, 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 fight. No, no, no. I, I, I really don't, other than, um, you know. You're the, say it anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just going to kind of feed off of what, what you said about having – you know, tangible reminders and that if you haven't, maybe, maybe it's because you haven't had that experience. And I, 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 you know, I just encourage you to continue to seek Christ, continue, continue to, um, to run hard after him. And when that moment, when that moment happens, I know when I was standing by that stream, I was, it wasn't an afterthought. Like in that moment I was driven to pick up that rock and take with me. I actually picked up a white rock myself many years ago. 
It was on the side of a road. It was after somebody had talked at a men's retreat about a white rock on the side of the road. <laughs> and, then, and I saw a white rock and I took it home. I still got that white rock. I, uh, <laughs> well, what I didn't say earlier was, Kyle, you also, if you, I was going to say, if you don't have, uh, you know, a special commemorative stone or something like that, just steal a bookmark, steal someone else's. <laughs> I will say I had a bunch of that stuff when I was younger, but we lost it when my mom's house flooded in South Louisiana in 2016. I had all these rocks I had taken from all these mission trips. I had stones from a dirt path in Nicaragua that we had gotten a knife pulled on us when we're trying to hand food out. And somebody said, give me all the food. And then this little three foot tall lady named Mama Nubia comes out with a wooden spoon and starts whacking the guy with it. And he drops his machete on the ground. I had that rock, but we lost it. Obviously, you had the rock, but no sling. Apparently. No sling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I picked up the rock after. It's like, a, okay. oh, I'm not dead. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, thank you all. Just a, um, just sort of a, a program reminder. Uh, we are going to try to explore more of the book of Joshua uh, the last few weeks uh, that we have the, in Joshua. So we may not be dealing with much in the message of the week, more as some other things in Joshua that we're not getting to on the Sunday messages. Uh, so if you're keeping score at home, uh, however far we are into Joshua, we just finished chapter four. So there's a lot more chapters to <laughs> Joshua. How many weeks have we been doing <laughs> I this? I don't know. Has it been six? Uh, yeah. Has it been six? I think it's been six, it's right? Been six. Right. Right. six. We got two more weeks left in Joshua. So, and we got a whole lot more chapters. So we're going <laughs> to hit some highlights of Joshua on our podcast. So we may be uh, jumping around a whole lot more than we jumped around today. <laughs> so so we thank you all again for uh, for sharing your time today, Sean and Nick. Thank you all for the conversation. And uh, let's do it again next week. Y'all good with that? Sounds good. Good to me. All right. Have a good week. Thank you all.